Hey everybody, it's a lovely day in Sonoma Valley, and you know I say that every day, because every day it is. This Sonoma Spiel is a little bit different. My name is Tim, host here of the Sonoma Spiel, where every week we bring you new guests and different people talking about how great things are in Sonoma Valley. But this week I went on vacation. Can you believe it? I actually left the island of Sonoma and went to someplace different. So for that, we've got a best of coming up for you. Uh, we have a section of our podcast that we call We Get, get, get questions. questions, where our guests, our esteemed guests, help us answer questions that we get at our two visitor centers, and we're going to run some of them in some of our best interviews. So thanks for listening. I'll do quick intros on who you're going to be listening to, uh, but we'll be back in a week with a brand new guest. And remember, don't forget to subscribe and give us a review and tell everybody how great things are. Mark Bodenhammer is with the Chamber of Commerce here in Sonoma Valley. He's a Sonoma County local and a very funny guy. And Mark joined me to talk about all sorts of things happening in and around Sonoma Valley and answer some questions. If you ever get a chance to meet him, say hello. Otherwise, enjoy this interview. One, I, I got a question here. I, I don't think it's, it's a question we got on Facebook. So some people, there's this thing called Facebook. Oh, really? And oftentimes people ask questions. Okay. One of the questions, it's from a woman named Sue. And Sue says... Hey, Sue. Hey, Sue. We are going to be visiting... Are we sure it's a woman? This person whose name is Sue... It could be a boy named Sue. You know know what? You're right. That was written by Shel Silverstein. Oh, really? He literally wrote that. Johnny Cash performed it. Man. And yeah. Shel Silverstein. What a guy. What a guy. (laughs) Shel Silverstein and uh, Martha Stewart. I think we dedicate this show to those two. I think so. And Johnny Cash. All all of the above. Johnny, yeah. All of the above. So here's a question from someone named Sue. We are going to be visiting your beautiful wine region the week of September 26th. Happy face. Being from the Midwest, capitalized, and never having been out to this area, we could definitely use some direction. Looking for vineyards with whites and reds, breweries along the way would be lovely as well. Any must-dos? Do I need reservations for wine tastings? Good places with scenic views for dinner. That's from the Sonoma County Wine and Bibers. Great questions. Um, so let's start with the, do I need reservations for wine tastings? Because that's something that I think right. I would like to address. Um, that is one of the big changes that happened in COVID. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was start, kind of starting to happen pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. But now that really is, you know, that went from, yeah, maybe consider it to that is strongly recommended. Highly recommended, especially on weekends. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and especially if you have more than, say, four people. Do not roll up with a bachelorette party thinking right. you're going to get Ain't gonna happen. Right. Um, the the flip side of that though is we've we've kind of shifted the business model mm-hmm. a little bit around here, and it's gone from the sort of uh, you know feeding frenzy, fight your way up to the bar, golden, and, golden and corral and method. For, yeah. Um, <laughs> right. To now, it's a little bit more curated. It's mm-hmm. a little slower, but mm-hmm. you you get like real cool you know education. Experience. You're meeting people. Yeah, it's, right. it's an experience, and it's something of value. And um, so you'll end up. You do need to make a reservation. That's a little bit difficult. Uh, you, you'd spend a, a couple more dollars, but boy, the experience is really cool. I mean, right. then you're getting personalized service. You're learning something. Mm-hmm. You, and we have so many, like we just mentioned the team at uh, Panglass. Right. Sitting down with Ethan, you get to hear like 50 weird metaphors <laughs> and uh, all this like uber geeky knowledge. I love Ethan. This is, I, <laughs> I meant as a compliment. We'll get him on here with Martha Stewart and Johnny Cash. <laughs> Good luck with Johnny. Yeah. Um, so but uh, but um, anyway, so yeah, strongly recommend right. if you're going to come out here, 
here and visit. So make, make reservations. reservations. And also, remember when you're making reservations that Sonoma County is roughly the size of Delaware. Right. So this is not like you do one here in Sonoma in the morning, you right. pop up to Healdsburg at lunchtime, right. and then you go out to Sebastopol. Well, just a quick, then, so people don't understand, there's a, a county of Sonoma, right. a valley of Sonoma, yes. and a city of Sonoma. Right. And yes. it kind of gets smaller and smaller. Like I'm sure you guys get this as well. When you get the phone call and you start answering like the first three or four questions, and you're yeah. like, oh, we're talking about West County. Exactly. Right? You're like, you're in Sea Ranch, aren't you? <laughs> Johnson's Beat. No, no, yeah, wrong, wrong Sonoma. Um, but right. uh, okay, so let's let's so, unpack but, the rest and, of this because the these are great questions. The quick asterisk for that is that you could get walk-ins, yes. especially on the plaza and on, on weekdays. Totally. What I recommend to people is if you're just here and you don't have reservations, don't despair. Right. Uh, call some right now or walk in and say, do you have any reservations for today or right now? Yeah. Sometimes, even if you don't have reservations, you can buy a glass yep. and sit there and enjoy it, but you won't have the full tasting experience. Right. Uh, but, but please or you can make buy a bottle and buy take it over to the plaza and uh, sometimes they have little, those little Govino cups or something like that. They do, and you can wave at me in my office. There you go. I always, as I type the emails <laughs> and doing invoices. Go like, visit Tim's someone's, friends. Someone's having fun. Fountain. My fountain buddies. Um, and, but, and also, as we get out of, you know, once we get past October, then it mm-hmm. is kind of like, then you can sometimes get right. those walk-ins a little bit more easily. Right. So, um, all right, well, let's keep going down Sue's list of questions here. So, uh, being from the Midwest, never been, blah, 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 direction, <laughs> looking for vineyards with whites and reds, so that's most almost, of them. Almost, yeah. Actually, people don't know that a lot of wineries will carry both, and yeah. even if the winery doesn't themselves grow grapes uh, for to make white or reds, they can buy grapes yeah. and make it. So, so if, even if there's a Cabernet field right there, they could buy Sauvignon Blanc grapes from a farmer, have a contract, yeah. and make Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. It might not be right there, right. but they will have the wine available. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, there's almost all of them have some whites and some reds. There's a few, I don't know, I can't even really think of any off the top of my head that specialize only have like a red or a white. But yeah, some of the, well, I guess the Pinot houses usually have a Chardonnay No, because they're Chardonnay. They, if they make like sparkling, they have yeah. both usually. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's talk yeah, about some of those. Uh, let's see, places with uh, a good scenic views. Oh, well, you dinner. mentioned, oh, wait. wait oh, it, well, we can talk dinner? about scenic views. Wait, did she say that for scenic views for dinner? What'd yeah. you say that? Yeah. Oh, for dinner. Yeah. Um, Where's a good place? Well, Salt and Stone. Salt and Stone oh, up yeah. in Kenwood. Yeah. You're at the base of the mountains. You can look back on the, the Mayakamas or Mayakamas Mountains, whatever yeah. we want to call them. Um, and, and there's really good scenic views there. On the other side of the valley, then Tips Roadside yeah. is also yeah. has views in their outdoor area. Yeah. And you can look back there. Yeah. Um, Those are great spots. If you want people watching, I actually like Taub Family Outpost yeah. because you're on the corner of the plaza and you can look out and see. It's like a city view. Totally. But it's a quaint American yeah. style town. Yeah. Spanish Bow Town. Yeah. Um, now, not uh, not restaurants, but a couple wineries that mm. uh, have scenic views. We've already mentioned a couple, so we won't uh, hit on them again. But uh, have you heard about the sunset tasting at San Giacomo? No. So this is Friday afternoons. They do mm. this in the kind of like the late afternoon evening. Okay. So it's like the, you know, most of the wineries are kind of closed at like four or five. This <laughs> time they open up a little bit later and you can stay there and you can oh, buy cool. like bottles and glasses. Oh. And they have a majestic view. Right. Uh, just straight west over the, you know, whatever the hills are there towards Petaluma. Right. And um, so it's vineyard views, it's sunset mm. views. And then San Giacomo are celebrating 95 years yeah. in this valley of uh, growing, growing grapes. And now they've been making wines for, I don't know, maybe five, six years. Or something like that. Yeah, and and they, they got a beautiful new tasting room right there, right where part of the production is. Yeah. And their vineyard is right there. Right. And uh, Steve 
uh, San Giacomo is one of the, one of the San Giacomo boys. Uh, he's off and around. Yeah. And telling me to get off the property. Yeah. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Steve. He's a nice uh, guy. Another place with just killer views mm-hmm. is, uh, well, two in mm-hmm. the Carneros region we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vianza Winery yep. and Gloria Fuller. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. First of all, um, if you're in an, uh, we're, we're thankfully the weather's cooling down. It feels right. kind of fallish. But if you're in a hot, an area that's still hot and you want to get a little breezy, mm-hmm. nice uh, wine tasting experience, both of those. So Vianza kind of features a lot of uh, Italian wine mm-hmm. varietals that you don't necessarily find other places. Right. Uh, Glory Ferrer is your sparkling. They actually have some that you can call champagne, right? Aren't, aren't they one of the ones? Or is that just Corbel? No, I think it's just Corbel. Okay. Uh, Corbel is uh, the one that uh, you can actually call champagne. Because they dodged the uh, French lawyer by a certain number of years because they started, like at least Hungarian guys started Corbel in like 1850 yeah, or something. exactly. Yeah. He kept showing up and it was uh, Mr. Corbel wearing a mustache. No. <laughs> He's not here. Uh, I don't speak French. But uh, Glory Ferrer, uh, right. sparkling wine. Sparkling wine. Spanish um, style sparkling wines. Yep, and they were they were I think the first ones that I saw here in the valley that pulled grapes in this year. Uh, yeah. That was like mid July. Sparkling uh, grapes don't use as much sugars usually, and yep. they come in sooner. Yeah, uh, three types of grapes: Pinot, Chardonnay, and. Uh, there's, one. Yeah, there's there's more, but uh, <laughs> yeah, those are kind of the primary right, ones. Right. Um, okay, so that's good views. Though. And they have the views, I think, at Gloria, look back to the east correct. towards Napa. Yeah. Uh, at Vianza, they also look towards Napa yeah. and also the Bay Wetlands. They've kind of got like almost like a 360-degree view or, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe 200. I'd say 247 <laughs> degrees. Unless you crawl up on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but cool spot, great, right. uh, you know, uh, great people there. And, uh, and they're one of those places she mentioned do they have whites and reds? Uh, not only do they have whites and reds and Beyonce, but they got things kind of all up and down. They I do. love the places we can send. You, you probably get this mm-hmm. through the Visitors Bureau. Mm-hmm. When you know you can send somebody and there's going to be, you know, the taste for mm-hmm. everybody and the price point for yep. everybody and an experience that works for everybody, um, those are cool places. We get people who want sweet wines and we say, well, those are called late harvest. Yeah. And, and a lot of wineries have those as well. So if you have people who are... You know they're brand new to wine tasting and still want that sweetness that they associate with some wine. Yeah, that's that's a good place. A lot of these wineries have that option too. Yeah, so. yeah. Now another place, not necessarily view, but it's kind of a cool hangout area that I recommend to people a lot is Kevlestad. Have you been to the new uh, the the new old wine current, garden? Yeah, it used the to be the, the Shellville Grill. Yeah. yeah, it's now called Kevlestad Cellars and Wine Garden. Right, and they've just done a renovation and it looks fabulous. Right, they that's did my go-to spot good... for uh, one of my coffee stops when I'm coming up from Vianza. Oh, I didn't know they, they would. They would have at the restaurant. They would have like. Uh, uh, cold uh, it was hot. Huh. Yeah. That's cool. I have, I have secret spots. All right. Well, that's a great spot. Uh, and another place where there's, right. they're doing some really interesting things. They've got the orange wine, which isn't, right. you don't see that a lot. That's a white wine grape that's been right. treated like a red wine. So it, it ferments on the skins, picks up that kind of brassy orange color. Um, and uh, great food. They have a, a newer chef there. Have they, I haven't been there some, for, for food yet. Yeah. So, okay. Oh, highly recommend. Good stuff okay. there. So that's a good place to kind of do both of those things for okay. Sue. What other oh, places have, breweries, have uh, food and wine? St. Francis is one that does uh, an amazing Well, St. Francis actually gets listed as the top restaurant in the United States right. um, by, I think it was Open Table. So it's, yeah. like, it's like, it, oftentimes, we talk about charcuterie and caviar. Those little tastes and stuff, some wineries aren't restaurants per se, but yeah. you get as much food and the experience, and St. Francis is definitely one of them, yeah. where you can eat there. You, you have to book it ahead of time. Right. But it is a multi-course 
experience. Yeah. And you're not you're not like ordering the like an entree. It, right. it comes paired with the wines. Right. It's it's a fixed menu right. and somebody but somebody walks you through the whole thing mm-hmm. and uh, I, a, a chamber member had a family come into town and they mm-hmm. went and did that thing and uh, when I asked uh, was uh, you know mom and dad from Chicago were out right. and uh, said hey what what do you guys what was kind of the highlight of your your time here? Mm-hmm. They did a lot of really cool things and they had you know uh, glowing um, uh, you know comments about all the places but mm-hmm. that was one thing they said that really stood out. Was oh, really? The food and wine tasting experience. I was going to say St. Francis, VJB has a deli, Viance has a deli. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of, there's a couple other places that have grab and go items. Right. And yeah. sometimes it has to do with licensing, like permitting for a restaurant or totally. something like that. But almost everyone is, is access to food nearby. Yeah. Yeah. Or they have, you know, just, snacky small bites mm-hmm. that come mm-hmm. with it and things that kind of like play with the flavors of wine. Right. Uh, we went and did a tasting at Lasseter Family Wine, oh, yeah. which is really cool. Great spot right there in Glen Ellen. And uh, they have that, you know, um, little snacky foods and things like that. But that's another one that has awesome views right. and uh, a really cool location, beautiful gardens. And you right. can kind of see the whole Moon Mountain area from there, which is they just uh, acquired a new vineyard up there. So. Cool spot. And the final yeah. question I think she asked was about breweries. Yeah. Breweries. Breweries. So here in Sonoma, we have Sonoma Springs. Yep. Um, and that's probably our most famous local brewery. Yeah. Um, it's about, I've been corrected before about this. I once said it's just, just under a mile from the plaza. And someone's like, well, it's a little bit longer than a mile. And it's like, it's like 1.2 miles. Right. Uh, it's not it's, that far. It's a short jaunt. <laughs> it's from, just past yes. the, uh, if you're staying at the El Pueblo Inn, yeah. uh, it's not far away. They do bring food trucks in uh, at times. Yeah. There's and, a taco truck that's been yeah. there uh, lately that is making some amazing stuff. Goes great. They have an El Valiente. Uh, yeah. um, it's kind of a Mexican. And Mexican lager. Like, lager. And, I like that one. Uh, boy, those two things together. They're, that's a, that's that's a, a winning spot. combination. And small brewery. So you can just walk in there and you can smell them brewing right there. Totally. Yeah, they're and brewing right there. They're <laughs> yeah. bottling right yep. there. They're doing it all. And uh, it's all, you know, the same crew that's working the front counters is also the same crew that's out in back. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to go back it's, and yeah, totally. get the mash done. They're doing it all. So it's a true local business and they make some great stuff. They're out there at the farmer's market. So if you mm-hmm. want to try them right. uh, the next two Tuesdays, you can uh, come out and And they've uh, donated do uh, a lot for the uh, lighting of the plaza. Oh, so really? So you go that, and you're cool. in a, in a wine drinker, you want beer, yeah. uh, you can get Sonoma Springs often. Yeah. So remind me to email yeah. Derek. Derek. And then we've got around the region. Yep. Uh, we, you know, we're kind of more famous for our uh, wines here, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, around Sonoma County, there's some really, you know, highly regarded award-winning yep. breweries, yep. too. So um, lots to check we out. We have the uh, wine, beer, and spirits map. Actually, the beer, sorry, the beer, cider, and spirits map in the visitor center. Okay. And so, yeah, Petaluma's got some, Santa Rosa's yeah. got some, uh, Hillsburg's got some, yeah. Windsor's got Russian River. Yeah. Um, and there's all these fantastic places. Yeah. So. And now we have the cider shop right here in town. Uh, Pom. Pom. P O M M E. For those of you French who are for, wondering what the heck apple. Tim and I are doing with the word pom. Um, so yeah. I and think, then spirits too. Uh, Hanson yeah. right out, and then prohibition. And prohibition. Um, yeah. yeah. So if you if you want spirits, if you need something fermented, Sonoma Valley <laughs> is for you. Uh, so yeah, no, it's it's a, it's a lot of good choices yeah. out here. Uh, is kombucha fermented? Kombucha is fermented. Yeah, it's, fermented it's non-alcoholic. It's actually or it can be trace alcohol. It's funny because there's some that you can only sell. It's like 18 though. Is it like I've seen the store say not available for kids under 18. Okay, well, non-alcoholic, as in if you're gonna, you know, you really want you to have like, drink a yeah, lot yeah, of it. Yeah. <laughs> you have to like, it's, it's worse than that Canadian three two stuff. Like, you right. gotta slam so yeah, much kombucha. This is, yeah. Uh, yeah, this would be fine in Utah. <laughs> um, so, uh, Valley of the Moon kombucha. That's um, that's a good. Let's yeah. talk about Lauren's little operation. Yeah, uh, Valley of the Moon kombucha. She does goodness gracious catering, and, and now has just opened up a beautiful new event facility in Glen Ellen. Yep. There's another cool spot if you're talking yeah, about views because they've um, got that uh, Jack London. 
village. 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 Um, Songbird so, Parlor. And the mill is right there. Yeah. They've got great food. And then they're kind of back. I love that area. It's like the it's Garden cool. of Eden back there. There's you the know. decks. She, she, I think she told me it's a fanned deck, or she has some sort of really neat description for these different levels of the decks yeah. that she shares yeah. with uh, the mill and yeah. then with the Sharemeister Winery. Yeah. Um, and there's different shops out there. Right. Right by um, Sonoma Creek. Yeah. That's what's coming down there. That defines the Sonoma Valley. Yeah. And you can do a tasting there. She can do venues, uh, you know, private events, yeah. uh, cocktails. She's opened it up as well for like just drop-in events. I think so. Yeah, that's going to start happening. Yeah. She's done some that are like kind of curated events that are open to the public. Mm-hmm. Most of the operation is is kind of the idea is if you and me and ten of our buddies right. want to do a, a fancy dinner or if it's like a bachelor party. Where are we going to find ten whatever. friends, Mark? Yeah, oh, that's right. You, you. If we clone <laughs> <Mark>. ourselves, <laughs> paid some Mark. paid some people to pretend to be our friends. Um, but that building is so cool. I mean, that's, it's literally eighteen hundreds. Yeah, I think wood, maybe pre-Civil War. Old I mean, wood it, building. You can walk around it and see. There's like historical photos of what it used to be. There yeah. was a mill there back when there was like probably more water coming through to right. operate the mill. There's still a a, a mill. There's a, a mill. You know, a, uh, water, a, a water mill. A water wheel. Water, water wheel. Is that yeah. What we call that? Um, you and I are from the age of steam. We don't recognize <laughs> water wheels. Um, yeah, it's, I, I like that spot. A lot of yeah. people don't know about it. Actually, Glen Ellen from that, that's kind of northern Glen Ellen, and then, or southern Glen Ellen, and then you go into the big northern Glen right. Ellen, where surrounded by uh, the, the French place. People are going to be significantly <laughs> underwhelmed with the scope of Glen Ellen when they get there, based on your and definitions. The, the problem with Glen, Glen Ellen's Ellen. the size of a postage stamp. No, hold on. Magical, however there it is, may be. There is a stoplight. It's not in Glen Ellen. It's in the suburban part of Glen Ish, Ellen to yeah. get into Glen Ellen. It's in Metro Glen Ellen. Greater statistical area. Yeah. Okay, let's right. stop crabbing on Glen right. Ellen because Glen Ellen is really, it. really cool. It's we'll one have, of the, I'll have Pat Carlin come in sometime and talk yeah, about Glen yeah. Ellen. He, no, I love it back there. It's so it's uh, secluded, it's quiet, it's yeah. historic. There's some really cool spots. Jack Glen's alone by yep. itself. I go to Jack Glen and do an annual pass there because that is my go to oh, yeah? spot. Yeah, it's I love it. Spot. I mean, there's hikes. If oh, you I saw are, you hike like the whole, you did this huge trail once. You were insane. And that was the day that, yeah, you were like hosting some. All these travel writers. Yeah, yeah, I walk by, I'm like finishing this hike, and I'm like, I recognize that voice, and it's Tim doing his song and dance. I was doing my, my sermon on the mount there for all yeah. of them about Glen Ellen. Yeah, no, I love that spot. It's a great uh, great location. There's history, yep. there's grapevines, there's, you know, you can do a 30-minute hike and go see right. the Wolf House Ruins, or you right. can do a, you know, four-hour uppy-downy hike and really tucker yourself out. So I, you're, You should be a guy. It's a highly the technical downy. term. <laughs> Mark, Mark, I wanna... My professional uh, voyaging. Shauna Davis is with the Epicurean Connection. She's also a cheesemaker and a chef and a cookbook author. And she joined me to talk about her new cookbook, Buttermonger, which is appropriately enough about butter. I'm going to ask you questions that we've been getting or people have been told me we've been getting and then you can help me answer it. Okay. So we, as you know, we operate two visitor centers. People can also email us info at Sonoma Valley. They text us. We get all, you know, Facebook. We get all, everyone asks us questions. So here's one. It recently rained last month. It got in the news. Uh, and people said, did all the rain affect the vines? And how will it affect the grapes? Did <laughs> So, serious question. Someone from, uh, this person's from the Midwest. And uh, <clears throat> did all the rain affect the vines? How will it affect the grapes? So, do you, how would you answer that? I think the vines are going to be fine. There's some vines that 
have sit in the water a little bit longer. Ned Hill would be the expert, or Jill Benziger would mm-hmm. be an expert right. on that. But I think the vines are going to be fine. And I think after three years of drought, I think our vines <laughs> were probably going to have a very healthy harvest. They will. Yeah. Based on the soil is is rich and, and moist again. Yep. So I'm going to say I'm voting for high yield, high volume this good. year. Good. Yeah, and I think when people, especially who aren't from California, don't understand in California, we get our rain typically November through about March, November through April. Any rain we do get after that is really light and passing. And our heavy storms are typically in January. If it, Literally, if you look at uh, the record, December, January, sometimes into February, we get heavier rains, but the big ones. But a, a vine has 30 feet, 20 feet of, of roots. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. So even like even you go parts uh, like south of town here, Shellville, Carneros. They're not floating away. No. They're, I mean, the water is moving through it. And then a day later, the water's down. The vine's like, that was awesome. It's uh, actually, if, it, if ever anybody wants a good view after Larson has flooded, mm-hmm. then go down and look at the mud line and be amazed. Oh, but Larson Family Winery? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's fascinating. It's right there. And people know that. They, the farmers are used to this. It's been happening year after year. Um, so again, and, and the vines, by the way, they're dormant at this time of year. So they're right. sleeping. So it doesn't affect them. There's no grapes on them. And they're uh, just barely starting to trim them with, right. with the sunny weather, just right. barely. I saw the crews out today. So they're out there doing the pruning. So, okay. Yeah. So Jill Benziger, you mentioned that. She got this question at Benziger Family Winery. Oh. Someone called, are the vines still there? And she's like, I'm sorry? <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, here's a question for you. Okay. We get questions. Where can I find lemons in Sonoma Valley? Well, make friends with a neighbor with a lemon tree would be my first answer. <laughs> That's exactly. Um, I have a standing, at, at my at my takeout and, and mm-hmm. education center, I have a standing, I will give you soup mm-hmm. for a bucket of lemons. Oh, really? I like that. Okay. And, Fair is Brand. fair. I see. That's, that's I was joking because I see a bunch of signs on the side of the, the lemons are everywhere right now. Um, I had the guy from Cinema Botanical Garden, Scott Medbury, talking about their citrus exhibit that's happening up there. Oh, and, and I gotta go about, see oh, that. it's fantastic. But it's through March. But basically, right now in in Northern California. Everyone's citrus trees are exploding, so you re- you literally cannot give lemons away. I mean, you can. You can give lemons away. It's the equivalent of, like, zucchini in July. Yes. Right. So where can you find lemons? Uh, literally walk down the street. Somebody probably has in front of their house a little basket saying, please take some lemons. I mean, pre-COVID, I would go knock on people's door when I'd see their tree. <laughs> Just oh, and, and ask like, lemons. hey, I'll bring you back some jam and cheese if I could pick 30 of those lemons. Right. And usually they were like, oh, that'd be fantastic. Right. They're like, heck yeah. Yeah. They're all yours. And, you know, with COVID, I didn't feel... <laughs> comfortable knocking on people's <laughs> doors. Right. But now my newest approach is what if I send them a postcard? Oh, I like that idea. So that's my newest You're approach. You're the lemon lady, the lemon soup lady, lemon for soup. Okay. And then this one guy called me or messaged me on Facebook because I had said I was looking for lemons. Right. And I'm not talking two or three. I'm like, I go through. You need lemons. You're, you're a chef. Yeah. We need them. We use them in the cheese glass. Right. Okay. So we go through. Right. Lemons. Lemons. And this guy says, oh, I live at the corner of this and that. Mm-hmm. Just pull in the driveway all the way to the back to the right. And pick a tree. And I'm like, okay. Right. And so I drive in the driveway, drive the back, and I turn, and there's like glorious, like, dozen trees of Meyer lemons. I mean, yeah. ben, ben said I look like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> I couldn't decide which tree to pick off of. Right. There was so many options that Ben's like, one tree. Right. One tree this week. We'll right. come Focus. back. Focus, Shauna. Next week, next tree. Right. 
And so we still left with four bus stops. That's amazing. From one tree. And the Meyer lemon is a sweeter type of lemon, not as sour, puckery. Mm, it's great in your water. Good. It's good for cooking. Yeah. See? It's a thinner, less, a thinner. Um, less acidity. Yeah. It's a, it's a great one. And the zest on it is so good. <laughs> it's good for baking. I mean, we're going, look at us. Yeah. Brought to you by the Meyer Lemon Society. Uh, okay. Another question for you. <clears throat> this came on from Facebook. We will be in Sonoma from Thursday to Saturday. We have reservations at Mayo, St. Francis, and Buena Vista. We are staying near the Sonoma Square. Any recommendations for wineries and restaurants would be greatly appreciated. Thoughts on the ones we chose? Thanks in advance, Marianne K. So what what wineries or restaurants would you? For a restaurant, the one I always love to recommend is the Red Grape. Oh, yeah. You cannot go wrong with a meal, mm -hmm. whether pizza, salad, or their mm -hmm. specials. But what I think is really important if you're visiting Sonoma is mm. their impressive wines by the glass. Mm, okay. And so you can taste not just one. Right. But you can... And More than one variety you can choose from. And because every winemaker in Sonoma eats there... <laughs> or literally has an office across the alley. Across there. the yeah, way. Yeah. Um, they have some of the finest selections right. of wines by the glass right. because the owners are so nice. And, and it's a, just to be clear, it's a pizza restaurant. And yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a family style pizza slash sandwich slash salad place. Right. right? You, get, you can get a butternut squash ravioli right now. Right. The short ribs are back on the menu. It's a great place. And it's, it's very casual. Come as you are. I always, when people are saying we're, we're arriving kind of late on a Friday night. Right. It's like, don't pressure yourself to go get, you know, the five-star restaurant. Right. Like, go to the Red Grape and just relax. Just it's, work it's, your way into it. And you're going to see all the locals there. Yeah, do they even take reservations? I don't even know if they do I reservations I don't think there. they do. Look at us. We're like, I don't, I don't they, think maybe so. They, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, that's um, a good one. So I so got great. That, okay. That'd be my entryway restaurant. Okay. Um, let's see. I just had a really great meal. Where did we? We ate at Valley. We went. Oh, for, yeah. Okay. We went for the LBGTQ night. Okay. Yeah, at Valley, which is uh, uh, half a block away from Red Gate. Yes. So it's yeah. on First Street West. Right. And they're new to town, and they're mm -hmm. opening a second restaurant mm -hmm. on Arnold Drive. Mm-hmm. And um, we enjoyed our meal, and it was okay. nice to have some new dishes. Yep. Um, it's pet-friendly. Their, their back patio is dog-friendly. <laughs> they have their own dog. They have a house so, dog. Yeah, yeah so if, if you're dog-friendly traveling. Yeah, it's right there. And I like that they have a bar, so if you are mm -hmm. traveling solo, okay. you can sit at the bar, and that's where you Very meet great popular. people. I see. I, I get a cup of coffee there in the afternoon. Sometimes I see people hanging out there, just, just chatting with the dogs right there. Yeah. Uh, it's in a historic adobe building. It's, it's beautiful. It's a gorgeous building. And it overlooks the plaza, so it's, it's a neat spot. That's a good call. I can't wait for them to open I'll have, I'll have them on this podcast because I think they're opening their new spot I don't know exactly when it's a couple months from now right a couple months Out yeah there they where, said uh, they said probably April <clears throat> okay okay um, so then that's that's a little more formal unless you sit at the bar right right and then um, what would I'm trying to think I would I would say Cafe La Haye for like a nice formal. Yes, good spot, classic. Saul's out there. Saul's um, the owner and the proprietor, right. you know, proprietor owner, but also the maitre d' of the restaurant. Right. And his service is just above and it beyond. It is classic. Uh, I don't want to say old style restaurant, but like classic, like Saul's there, he greets you. He's so friendly. It's like he, you've been in his family. Exactly. And he knows how to run a restaurant. Like it's like being, it's like being the MC. Like he it literally knows how to do it. Right. And there's a real skill to that. There is. There really is. And it, and he does it in a way of, cause sometimes you're at a restaurant and you see the guy walking by with his little checkbook. Right. Checking. Are they all, oh no, they're not done with their dessert. Right. They got 12 minutes left on their table. Hop, hop. Right. Where you would never feel that from Saul. No, I like Saul. You, 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 Ever. He's so good at it that you don't know he's doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
He right. might even come down and have a sip of wine with you. Yeah, and you don't even know that, like, this guy knows how to manage this restaurant and run it, and he's great. And, yeah. So that would be, that would okay. be my formal. Those are good And ones. then um, I had a really good casual but delicious dinner. We had a larger group in town. Mm-hmm. So we went to Plaza Bistro. Oh, yeah, how was that? And we, I had a good, really, yeah. I had a seafood pasta that was very filled with seafood. Okay, good. And very fresh and delicious. So the seafood to pasta ratio was uh, acceptable. The, the yeah. seafood to pasta ratio was very generous. Good. And everybody at our table, I, I don't want to say pleasantly surprised, but we all live here and hadn't been there in a really long time. It's a restaurant. A lot of people overlook it because it is right there next to B&V. Um, it's not as well known. I, well, it's well known, but it's like maybe it's too well known. Is that the right word? I think so. Because that, the owner, he is also like Saul. He, he right. walks the room. Right. He, he's always there. He knows what people are doing. He's keeping tabs yep. on every move. Yeah. He, okay. I've seen him jump in the kitchen and cook. <laughs> right. I mean, Martine is a really good guy. Yeah, yeah. And um, so we we each ordered something different. We ordered appetizers. Did the uh, whole thing, huh? Everybody, uh, my two friends can't ever agree on the same wine, so they order wines by the glass. <laughs> and that's actually important. I mean, I know bot- if you order a bottle, oftentimes it's if you're going to drink you know, more than one glass, that's the more economical choice to make and the smarter choice. But having a lot of wines by the glass allows you to try different things. Also the advantage. And if like, like some people don't like white wines, They'll just stick with the reds, right? right. So you have that advantage and, and to try that. But. I'm a fan of wines by the glass when you go out with a group because it's hard to get groups to agree on a wine. I know, because like, I'm having duck. Okay, what are you having? I'm having fish. I'm having steak. Oh, God. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Every man for himself. <laughs> exactly. That's well, it. Everybody's going cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Marianne, that's a good one. She also asked for some like wine-tasting wineries and stuff. I was trying to think of some different ones to try out. Um, I like La Prenda, which is by Red Grape. Yep. Um, They're doing fun things, and they have the frosé. They have the frosé. So if you're coming here in the summer, that's a big thing. Do they have frosé in the winter? I wonder. But it's, yeah, yes, it's like a, a frozen rosé. I can guarantee that. <laughs> you know for a fact. Um, have you been up to, like up in Glen Ellen? Uh, um, Laurel Glen. Oh, yeah, Laurel Glen with Patina up there. She's it's, up there. That's a, and yeah. it's a great tasting room. It's really yeah. cozy. It's near, near the French, uh, the Pascal. So if you can get some macaroons next door. Go there. <laughs> you're, you're set. And and Nugget Market, uh, Glen Ellen Market's right there. So you can like, get some picnic stuff. Yeah, or, if you need whatever. some supplies for your hotel, <laughs> your yeah. Airbnb. It's a good spot. It's a right great there. stop. And I'm not going to overlook the hamburger at the London Lodge. Real, okay, you know a lot about hamburger. Actually, we had a question about hamburgers earlier. So that is a good hamburger. It is a really good and hamburger. And in the studio next to us, Pat Carlin's doing his radio show, and he does music out there, uh, I think Thursday nights or Friday Thursday nights. Thursday nights. So yeah, the Jack London Lodge is a, a great bar, a classic bar, um, on the banks. The wild Sonoma Creek goes rushing by. Okay, it's more of a trickle. It, it was rushing this week. <laughs> it was rushing. I know, it rushes. Uh, but it's a huge deck. It's beautiful. And it's a good burger, huh? That's what you're it saying. It is a I've really good burger. burger. It's good. Good Actually, burger, good fries. Laura Schermeister didn't set out to become a winemaker, but she and her husband, Rob, are doing just that with Schermeister Winery. And Laura got involved in the wine business through her husband, sort of, but he got involved because a cow decided to do a certain thing to him that made him very sick and took him off away from animal husbandry and into grapes. And Laura talks about her love for the outdoors and all things Sonoma Valley. You got to answer questions that we get at the visitor center. And then this is kind of like how we wrap things up. So you ready? This is the third time I will be apologizing to Sonoma. (laughs) We get questions. Ready? Ready. This one was just this morning. Are there any old, spooky, deserted houses in Sonoma Valley? (laughs) (laughs) 
because <laughs> people are thinking of uh, Halloween, I think. So if they old, are spooky, deserted houses, spooky, deserted houses I mean, or places. OK, any spooky, deserted house in Sonoma is already on the market. If it's hit MLS, don't even try to put in an offer <laughs> right. because it's already sold. It's already sold. And uh, the ghosts just come with it. You're going to have to deal with that yourself. Whole Foods sells sage bundles. So if you want to go in and smudge, it literally when you does. buy your haunted Why house. do they sell sage bundles? That's like the most Northern California thing I ever. Know. I know. Whole Foods I sells sage bundles. When we bought our house in 2020, I went you, and I saged, saged it. it. It was great. So I do know for a fact that <laughs> right. Jack London Village is haunted dun, so if dun, you're dun. okay <laughs> so jack london village just to the just uh south of the of the, the village of glen ellen is haunted yes the old mill is haunted the old mill is haunted okay. and i personally do not know who the ghost is i think it's metallica it's james hetfield and he's in there playing <laughs> he's his guitar dead yet. that's what he wants you to think <laughs> Yeah. Who's doing his Botox? Because exactly. I want to know. <laughs> True. Right, so you have a ghost at the Jack London. We do. Village. And it's rumored to be a guy named Charlie who used to operate a business there. Okay. Charlie the ghost. Charlie the ghost. And I have a sensor light in my office. I don't know what that is. So a sensor light is when you walk in the room, it turns on. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought this was like a... In In our back office in the tasting room used to be like the recording booth part of the recording okay. studio. Uh-huh. And then it's also kind of bordered with the back room at Creekside Healing Village, which is also at Jack London Village. Okay. And every time, like nine times out of ten, when I come into the tasting room and I go into my office, the light is on. The light is always on and I haven't been there and it only activates when it senses movement. And I can also confirm that we don't have mice. It's not mice. There's no bugs in there. There's no loose ferret. Do you think it's Charlie? I think it's Charlie. And the mill, the restaurant, has had some really weird, freaky... Really? Extraterrestrial... I thought aliens. Extraterrestrial aliens. um, No, that's aliens. Not extracurricular. Paranormal. Paranormal. So they've had something going on Actually, that's funny because Glen, uh, people in Glen Ellen hate this, but they're sometimes oh, called Glen Aliens. The Glen Aliens. No, that's on the signs. Slow they, down for traffic. Slow down as an alien. I don't know how widely I love, love the Glen, Glen Alien. I can't. I'm going to talk to the next Glen Ellen. Okay, I so can't I, promote so that. So your answer is the Jack London Village can be old and spooky. Yeah. And also around the corner, the Sonoma Development Center is an old spooky building. That's, that's kind of, yeah. you know. I would imagine that there's some interesting kind of yeah. energy going yeah. on there. But to be honest, in our building, nothing Mm. negative has ever happened. And we're doing great. And all of the new businesses that have come in have had one version of kind of their own experience Mm. with some weird energy and lights flickering and things like that. All of our wiring has been updated, too. So it's not (laughs) freaky. I love that you're like methodically going through everything. It's not mice. It's not it's not the wiring. It's not ferrets. It's not ferrets, because that's the first thing I think of ferrets. Ferrets. <laughs> I mean, they're around. Okay, otters from the crew. Okay, yeah, because ferrets, yeah, because like poltergeist, like, oh, just a ferret. Okay, so here's another one. Another question. Okay. This is one we had today. <laughs> I'm looking for my wife. <laughs> Where do you think she is? That's a question we get. 
where if you're if you're in the cinema visitor center <laughs> someone says literally they come in i'm looking for my wife she's in wildflower oh. for sure okay she's shopping the boutique yeah, boutique shops nice one um i just went there and i picked okay. up a couple shirts and a pair okay. of earrings okay and I would say I do lie. That's my guilty pleasure. So check actually. Wildflower. Wildflower. She's definitely in there, okay. and she has taken all of your credit cards. Okay, and she's having and she's having fun there. She's, she's also she's probably made a stop at Sweet Scoops ice cream. Oh, good ice cream. Yeah. yeah. So okay. love them. And then you know what? Also, okay, sign of the bear for oh, yeah. sure. That's a great uh, for like it's like a uh, kitchen store, but it has yes. everything you didn't know you needed. Yes. <laughs> like, of course I need a melon. Box. And I am, of course I do. And I'm going to yeah. be an at-home cheesemaker. You are? No, the wife is. That's oh, her. the one. Uh, this she's an at-home cheesemaker. The maker. wife is saying gotcha. she goes into sign of the yeah, bear. And she's like, I'm going to And she goes maker. over to the book section. She's just browsing. Yeah, just there. No, 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 I don't. I don't need any help. I'm just browsing. No, I'm good. Okay. I'm just checking right, it out. And right. then she sees the book, or she sees the pasta granny's book. <laughs> And she's like, you know what? I've always wanted to learn how to make homemade pasta. Yeah. And now is my time. This is it. This was a sign. Yeah, a sign. Of signed. the bear. Right so, here. Sign. Okay, good. So look at look at Wildflower, Sweet Scoops, or Sign of the Bear. Totally. Okay. So if Rob asked me, I'm looking for my wife. I'm like, Rob, I know three spots to look. Rob does actually know to look for he me knows, in Sign of the Bear. He you. actually does know. Yeah. All right, here's a question we get. Final one. Why do I have to pay for wine tasting? Some oh, people ask us oh, that. Tim. And they're like, Laura, I was here 35 years ago and I had some blue nun for free. And then, so my question, look at you. Why do they have to pay for wine? I have an answer. Why didn't we open a bottle of wine earlier? <laughs> All I have is this non-alcoholic glass of water. Here's what I tell people. Here's what I tell people. (laughs) If you... Uh, you, you know why do you pay for wine tasting? Because nowadays you're sitting down and you're talking mm-hmm. to somebody. I do want to answer this question. Oh, go for it. No, but I mean you go. Well, our answer is usually that one, they're spending significant time with you on an experience. Yes. yes. Also, I say, look, if back in the day, doodle do doodle do, a bachelorette party would roll in, and they'd have ten bachelorettes, and they were very excited. And they would kind of like drink all this wine and do whatever. Yes. And they wouldn't buy anything. Yes. And it was like you took up all that time from that poor winemaker. So yeah. charging a fee was one way to kind of like limit the amount of party, the woohoo girls that would come in and, and take up the time. I would not and say in any case that it parties. has limited the bachelorette parties. <laughs> that has not it's, limited it's, the bachelorette come, parties. Okay. So tell me why, why do they have to pay? Let's give me, give me your answer. The finger in the Exactly. Circle. So I love this question. And I love talking about it because I love demystifying all these things that are like too taboo to talk right, about. Right. So the reason why we charge for tasting fees is exactly what you said. Mm. We're offering an experience. And especially for us, we're offering an experience with our most knowledgeable person mm-hmm. in our entire winery, which is the winemaker. Right. And... Like for us, for instance, we charge thirty-five dollars for mm-hmm. a tasting, and that includes you're getting probably about six ounces of wine, mm-hmm. about one and a half, put one and a half ounce pours. So you are getting wine, but not only that, you are getting an hour to an hour and a half with someone who right. is an expert in their field, right? Someone who has a wealth of information that you can either take advantage of or not, right? And you're getting someone who is making, from our perspective, for what we do, mm-hmm. the absolute best 
right. that Sonoma Valley has to offer. Mm-hmm. Super mm-hmm. small production, super high quality wines. Mm-hmm. And yes, you're right. I think back in the day, wine tasting was a whole different ball game. You would just go in, you know, chefs from the Valley would go in after work to the wineries and they'd go wine tasting and you could just chat and have fun with mm-hmm. your friends. And, and you could kind of just taste here and there, but the intention was always to take home a bottle of your favorite correct, wine. Correct. So the experience of wine right. tasting has changed. It has. So it's changed from going in to taste wines, to find a wine you love to take home. Actually, that's still a majority of the people mm-hmm. who go wine tasting. I, it would be unfair to say that that's not the way it is anymore. And those are the people that we really love to host because we're looking for people who are looking for something special. Right. They can't find it anywhere else. We're not distributed. We're in one restaurant right. sometimes and that's the mill at Glen Ellen <laughs> when we have wine which is and it's at Jack London three, Village three storefronts away from yeah you. I mean we just don't have enough right. wine to right. do that um the thing is, is you're getting the most special thing that you can find in right. Sonoma Valley when you go to a big winery and learn about production and see how they make their wines and you do the cellar tour and the mm-hmm. barrel tour and you get that big kind of expansive understanding of mm-hmm. wine. Mm-hmm. And then you come to the small people, the small wineries like us, where you're getting intimate time with the winemaker. Mm-hmm. You're getting more information about where your wine is from and right. how it's made, which is our huge philosophy mm-hmm. Full transparency about our vineyards, mm-hmm. how we make our wine, mm-hmm. um, the growers that we work with. Mm-hmm. So people always know not only where the fruit is from, but how we make it. Right. Um, and they're also just getting a chance to relax and be in a, a beautiful place. Yeah, you, you buy the creek. Yeah. So it's beautiful. It's outside. It yeah. might be haunted. It's not it ferrets. It's not ferrets. <laughs> it's not ferrets. <laughs> and the thing is, you're getting you're getting an experience right. and. If you don't buy wine, you still, we work so hard. Mm-hmm. We have to charge money for no, it. And that's, again, you know? I, I uh, we, we say this, and people know this because, you know, you don't go to a bar and sit there and drink for free. No, you don't. So that expectation of like, no. Um, and I, it's most people, 99.9% get it. And they yeah. know that because you're right. When I go to Sharemeister Winery, there's Rob. There's I you. Know. There's the dog. And it's just, it's a, that's it. It's just us. There's the stuffed turkey vulture. Yeah. If what? one of us is sick, we will have our friend Wes come in and help okay. us pour sometimes, who is okay. amazing. But that's like once in a blue moon. Right. Yeah. When you come in, you get to be with the owners. It's right there. It's the yeah. experience. Yeah. Which, okay, this has been fantastic. It's been an hour. It's an hour has gone by. Yeah. So that's Perfect. amazing. That's amazing. I can't believe it hasn't been two hours <laughs> at the rate I'm going. <laughs> Here's my question. If people want more information about Sharemeister Winery mm-hmm. and they want to find out how to book a tasting or how to get to you, what's the best way to get information about your winery? The best way to find us is on our website, of course, mm-hmm. Sharemeister.com. It's S C H E R. M-E-I-S-T-E-R.com. If you want to book a tasting with us, you can. We're projected to be open for about six months. Okay. So November 3rd is our reopening. We'll probably be open through May. And you can find us on Open Table. Oh, good. So on Open Table, you can search book. Search us on Open Table. Oh, great. That's, um, good. That's a good hack. People don't yeah, know. Yeah. Okay. We're taking groups of up to six people indefinitely. Okay. The one thing we request is mm-hmm. all pets have to stay outside. Got it. But we're pet friendly. If you want to sit on our patio, bring them. Just don't bring them. 
brisket. Don't bring a brisket. <laughs> right. Thank you, Tim, for that <laughs> additional note. Um, we're also family friendly. Some okay. wineries don't allow kids, but we're super happy to have them nice as long deck. as they're well behaved. Yep, yep. We ask that they don't run around unattended. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't allow outside food, but you can have an awesome meal at Yeti or the Mill yep. before or after your tasting. Great. And um, lastly, just bring yourself and have a really good time. Good time. And you can book online, um, inside or outside. Winter is an awesome time to visit the valley because it is quieter. And the so creek is running. Creek is right the there. Creek still has water in it. Yeah. Which runs, is great. all time. So. And uh, yeah, it's a great time to visit the valley and you're going to get more intimate time with whoever is hosting you. We're also happy to refer you to some other wineries for your stay. Okay. Um, you know, we can kind of refer people to our favorites and yeah we're just super excited to be open and up and running again love it yeah well hey laura thank you so much for stopping by thank you thanks for bringing all these labels and things like that thanks everybody for joining us on the sonoma spiel don't forget to like comment subscribe do me a huge favor go and open up the app that you're listening on and rate us give us five stars or six stars or however many stars you can tell everybody how great we are and we'll have some new guests coming up. Don't forget to send us questions. You can always ask a question of us that we can even read on the podcast. Send it to info at Otherwise, I will see you at the next podcast. Thanks for listening.